I was going to say, like, lose a shoe and see what they do. <laughs> you know the old lose the shoe maneuver. You know maneuver. lose the shoe. I learned that from my grandmother. Uh, girl, That's how she got my grandfather. My child, to know yes. the worth of a man, lose a shoe. Lose a shoe. See what they do. Just kick off that Nike and see what happens. Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmir. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Man fights off great white shark with a spear. What? This, I, you know what? Swimming with a spear. Australians. All right. Australians because they know what's up. So yeah. an Australian man narrowly escaped death as he reportedly fought off. Or, he actually did do it. Reportedly fought off a great white shark for nearly 10 minutes. Joe Petrovich. All right. A, Joe. A brick paver from Melville. I don't know. Like, that's not important to me what the guy does. What's important is that he fought off a shark. He was spear fishing with friends. So this shark probably was like you not know, paying he, attention. He is so Australian. <laughs> yes. He is named Joe, which is Joey, which is a baby kangaroo. He's a brick paver. Yeah. And then he's spear fishing, which I find, by the way, incredibly alpha. Mm-hmm. Like, I've only seen a couple people spear fishing. I've always been like, that is a man. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> there. Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter what they look like yeah. but it's, or what they do. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. But the fact that they were like, Who's hungry? Yeah. And they ran into the water with a spear. In any case, he um, he was spear fishing and he saw a 15-foot shark circling him oh. in the waters. Uh, and then the chilling moments that followed were captured on his GoPro. So you can mm-hmm. watch the video. And it's not that great because, you know, he's not a professional cameraman. He's no Jacques Cousteau. But without... <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the it was circling him and he saw it circling he said I, he used the only weapon available to him at the time, which was a spear, which is pretty serious. And he started jabbing it, lunge, uh, like lunging at it multiple times. He said, I was 75% sure, 75% sure I wasn't going to make it back 70 to the boat. So his friends didn't even notice this was going on. Because keep in mind, like, they're spear fishing. Yeah. So the activity of him jabbing right. and fighting, and so it's like, oh, like, he's got something. Normal. Yeah. Joe the brick paver's got something. Um, the footage shows the shark snapping at Petrovich with razor sharp teeth after it gets jabbed with the spear on the head. It was following me. It was stalking me. Mm-hmm. It got personal. Yeah. Um, all the way back, trying to find a weakness in my defense. It was coming at him from many different directions, from the left side, from the right mm-hmm. side, underneath. Somehow he managed to swim back to his boat and to get into it. And the only thing that got mauled was his flipper. But then once he was in the boat, the circling continued. Because this shark is probably like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. It's like, oh, this game yeah. is being played. I was just going to eat you, but now right. I have a whole other thing in mind. Yeah. Uh, now said, I'm going to play with you and then eat you. <laughs> yes. So this, I love this quote. It was, the shark was so close, I could have put my fist down its throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I measure distances, yeah. too. It says, I was S, asterisk, asterisk, T, scared. I mean, how would you be? This is this is an Australian interview. Like they let how how would you feel? Yeah. yeah what would you be doing? I think I'm only gonna lose one leg. He said, I think I'm gonna lose maybe the bottom half of the other one. You got one shot, it's very hard to kill an animal. If you wound it up, you're only gonna make it angrier. Oh my god. That's true. That's true. Petrovich's friends, meanwhile, were fishing at a distance and had no knowledge of the incident until they were informed of it. He probably was like, Seriously, dudes, are you kidding me? Like, I'm being attacked by a shark. And they're like, we didn't know. You guys are like, 
Drinking a beer. A Foster's. A Foster's. You know what? Every, Which is Australian for beer. Yeah, and every Australian that hears you say Foster's, they get like, they're like, enough. Is it crappy beer? It's just because they probably a, have better beer. Like sure everyone better has beer. better beers now. But it's just so so basic when you say it yes. to them. They're just like, I've never heard this before. And shrimp and Barbie. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're just like. <clears throat> so the guy, but he's not angry at the shark. He ain't mad at it. He said, "Look, the shark was basically doing what it does all the time. Was just looking for a feed. Mm-hmm. I just wish it hadn't been me." Um, oh. Yeah, he said, regardless of the near death experience, because he's Australian, he will not be deterred from spear fishing. That's, it's just that's a fact alpha, of life. That's yeah, an that's male. an alpha male. No, I mean, look, I feel like whenever you go swimming in Australia, you need to bring a knife or a spear with you, mm-hmm. and this is why. Yeah, it's a, it's a wild country. Mm-hmm. It's a wild country. To. There are yeah. a lot of sharks, and the sharks apparently are not having it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to fight, like, just the idea that a sh- the shark is probably like, I'm just going to eat this seal. And he's like, are you kidding me? The seal's fighting back? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Now it's in a boat? You know, you know, it's like, when did seals get a boat? Yes, when did seals get a boat and a knife? Come on. What's happening? Come on, seal. Get yeah, what's happening? So, yeah, that's some shark news. I like it. Yeah. One for the shark, one for the dude. So, I have um, Muskew. Oh, Muskew, Muskew really? really? So, Elon. we're reporting on billionaire playboy <laughs> Elon Musk. I'll never. Tesla CEO. I'll never. Stop laughing every time you say billionaire playboy. <laughs> Three passport holder. That's right. Yeah, those <laughs> billionaire playboy. With billionaire playboy. I gotta make that T-shirt. That's a billionaire playboy. It's a picture of Musk as a Campbell soup kid. Yeah. You right know? with his work. That yeah, with his work. It looks better now. It's my. It's a migrated. Maybe we saw it when the work was fresh. Oh, probably. It's and it's kind of yeah. settled in. But now it's settled in, and it just looks weird. Okay. So Elon Musk is a success. Yes, he's hugely successful. Yeah. So what he's is- making that sedan, that four door sedan that everyone's been trying to work on. So I want to know what are the routines of Elon Musk that make him so successful? I uncovered eleven. Really? Of them. Is it step ball change? Acha. They a little soft shoe. Okay. So his work week. Um, it's all the time. He doesn't. Yeah. Like he clocks in eighty to one hundred hours a week, and he admitted to sustaining his pace with caffeine when he gulped eight cups of diet coke and several cups of coffee a day. I feel like he's in front of his staff doing. I mean, he's sweating and like yeah. chugging coke, and they're just like, "What is going on?" He said he was feeling so jacked to the point of losing my peripheral vision. He had to cut back, and you his think? office now has caffeine-free diet coke. But I don't think he touches it. No, it's for the for the plebs, for the people who are working a mere sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Hours a week, but it's like there because he, it's like he's like okay, diet coke, uh, caffeine free from now on, but not really. I don't wish death on anybody, but I'm wondering how long he's gonna live mm. because he doesn't sound like he has a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, his sleeping patterns. He gets six to six and a half hours of sleep daily after realizing okay. compromising on sleep amounted to lower productivity. I mean, that's all I get anyway, but I'm not that productive. He wakes at seven a.m. and goes to bed after one a.m. Okay. You know, I, well, I'm down with that. I'm on. You know what? Yeah. I'm on the Musk system. Yeah, <laughs> the Musk sleep system. Yes, sleep. We should try to be like Musk. Yeah. Musk we. Musk we really. Musk we really. Sleep is really great. I. Feed- <laughs> that's that's his quote. Yeah. That's gonna be on the back of my shirt. The sleep is great. Yeah. Sedan. I. I find if I don't get enough sleep, I'm quite grumpy. I could drop below a certain threshold of sleep, though. I could be awake more hours, and I would get less done because my. 
my sleep is... Mm-hmm. Also, whatever. you're getting old. I know you don't think that because you work in tech, but it happens. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, comes for old. us all. Yeah. Bro. His, his time at the gym... Does he work out? When you work 100 hours a week, finding time it's to exercise... It's 100 now? <laughs> <laughs> in the last statement, it was 80. 80. <laughs> when you work 200 hours a week. But Musk doesn't take his health lightly. To stay in shape, he ensures he hits the gym twice a week. That's it? That's what I said. He's not going to make it past 60. He does cardio workouts. I hope he goes Marlon Brando style. Just poof. Yeah. Huge. Right? Right? Fat Musk. (laughs) (laughs) Fat Musk. He does workouts on a treadmill and lifts weights. So his meals. Little weights, though. I've seen him. Yeah. Little weights. It's It's okay. Musk Musk told... um, (laughs) (laughs) No one else is named Musk. On the planet. He just made it up. Yeah. Musk meals, this one is. His meals. Musk meals? Yeah. And he says business dinners are probably where he overeats. Otherwise, he doesn't spend too much time on meals. Otherwise, he doesn't eat. If it's not a business meeting, he just sucks air. (laughs) Does he have, like, a musk shake? (laughs) Liquid musk? Yeah. He usually has his lunch during meetings and it is done in five minutes. He usually skips breakfast, too. So it's dinner. He's not. Elon, listen to us. You're not going to make it, man. You got to do something. You're running yourself into the ground. You're going to the gym twice a week. You're only eating at business meetings and you're having liquid musk every morning. It's not going to work. His cell phone calls. Musk prefers to answer as few calls as possible. Go for Musk. (laughs) He foregoes most of them so he can stay focused at work. I, okay, I'm down with that. I said that's too, like the sleeping and the phone calls. I'm on Musk, Team Musk on this one. And he also is known to use an obscure work email address, which helps him block all unnecessary correspondence. So don't talk to him. It's hey, you know it at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to contact at us. Elon Musk. It's hey, you know we'll, it at We'll gmail. send it on to Musk. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is our new job working for Elon. Elon Musk. That's why we have this segment. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a product placement. That's right. Sedan. His reading schedule. All successful men read, and Musk is no exception. Yes. Agreed. I, as a successful man, I second that. <laughs> Despite his busy life, he takes out enough time to read his favorite books, such as Lord of the Rings. <laughs> really? I forget he's our age. Okay. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. The biographies. Big of- Gandalf fan. Yeah. Biographies of Benjamin Franklin and Albert Einstein. Ugh, pass. Yeah, so. His parties. Musk parties? Musk after dark. Musk after dark, yes. An evening of Musk. (laughs) Musk at dusk. (laughs) I just want to see it written like, you know, like... Musk at yeah. dusk. Is he a DJ, Hi. too? If he were... if Elon Musk, are you a DJ? Be real with us. Come on, DJ yeah. Musk? Billionaire playboy DJ? <laughs> Musk is no shy bookworm. The man loves to party. He can cut a rug like nobody's business. Yeah. Have you seen his jitterbug? Some of his legendary parties include a celebration at an English castle for 20 guests where they played hide-and-seek till 6 a.m. <laughs> Some of them just went to bed. He was just looking for them. They were partying elsewhere. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we're playing hide and seek. Yeah. We're going to play in the west wing of the castle. And they all went to the east. <laughs> yes. And we're just like, let's lose this guy. There's just something sad about him. <laughs> he also threw a party in Venice once where he came dressed as a knight and dueled a mini Darth Vader with a parasol. 
again. This is why I hate Gen X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not good. People, we will not be missed. No. His son. Reality really does bite. Yes. Musk loves spending time with his sons. When? I find... <laughs> <laughs> What I find is I'm able to be with them. I can still be on email, but I can be with them and still be working at the same time. If I don't, I wouldn't be able to get my job done. They, they're like, who is this guy? He's is this e- our daddy? He's emailing. Yes. So it, Musk. Spending, he's like, just run around near me while yeah. I email. That's his quality. Yeah. Cats in the cradle. Yep. <laughs> Cats in the cradle. I'll tell you that much. Elon Musk. His showers. No, pass. It's a family show. Does he just, is he, he's like a Spartan. He just puts oil and scrapes it off. Elon Musk's, hang on. Liquid Musk. Elon Musk believes that the one daily habit that he had that has had the largest positive impact in his life is Is showering. Is washing his ass? Showering. I can't believe this is a thing that make, they were really like Some people don't. Some people don't though. Some people don't bathe every day. I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I know, but, but this some is, people don't do it. We smelled them. This is one of his most, his biggest things that makes him a success. This is a list of eleven. Things okay, so I'll, I'll say this: of all the people who are kind of in this tech realm, he looks the cleanest. Okay, you don't see him in a stupid one of those vests with no, you know, the Sherpa vest. Mm-hmm. You, he always looks together. His hair is done. He looks clean. He looks like someone who probably has clean feet. You think? Mm-hmm. He looks like a very clean person. The contrast in with some of the other characters we've seen coming out of that realm. He says he always makes time for showering no matter what. Yeah. And that means to me a lot of people don't. And his, you know, like in oh his Oh, my world. God. They, you know they don't. I worked in San Francisco in tech, like, in the, you know, around the t- time of Obama won. People were funky. Maybe they put this in there as like kind of um, to tell people to wash, tell people to wash. That was in the this industry. you know, and and journalists, and that was the entire point of this article to get people to wash. I say bravo, bravo, bravo. Musk is a vessel. Yeah, because oh. Musk is a vessel through which we can work <laughs> to get people to to achieve maximum cleanliness. Okay, his hobbies. He has a fondness for video games. It's evident from his tweets. He said once he loved listening to music on his in his once, car. But then his stock price went down, so he never listened to music again. <laughs> he doesn't inco- enjoy an occasional movie as well. I mean, it sounds like he's like so music the, is a thing that I know about. Yeah, it's in my car. Yes, <laughs> in our sedan. In our sedan, we have music. I can't touch it, but one day I will. One day I, will I shall. A I way will, to touch the music. I will beat music. Yeah. His weekends. He may be a super busy man, but he knows how to enjoy his weekends. While Saturdays are reserved for quality time with he spends with his sons. Sundays two are, hours in the morning when he's emailing. <laughs> I know. Sundays are are earmarked for traveling or staying in his Bel Air mansion. Mm-hmm. And his he's the fresh he's the other fresh prince of Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, Is Elon showers. Musk because he showers? Yes. <laughs> Be a fresh prince, just like Elon. Yeah. Wow. So, you know Musk. now you know how demanding Musk's schedule. <laughs> Are from five minute lunches to spending time with his sons, the powerful businessman packs in everything. I Tesla soap is on the block, but it's so funny if he were a woman and it was just like the kids run around for two hours while I email, everybody would be all like, over oh, him. What a bad mother, yes, no, no, no. but not him. He's a great father, he's a great father with that one hour. 
Yeah. When he's uh, emailing with his kids. All right, Elon Musk. So you play bass keys, drums, guitar, sing lead or rap, horns too. Looking for a place to go, Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 12. Funkadelic Studios, y'all. Fully equipped rehearsal studio. It's got everything you need to jam. What you waiting on? 209 West 40th Street. Come one, come all, and you can bring your bandmate, lover, or friend. Yeah, come prepared to jam. So I was just randomly looking up um, stuff, and I came across this apparently in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. Utah, which I thought was dry. They have a, a vibrant cocktail scene, and they're having some kind of cocktail contest. It's supposed to be dry. I thought it was dry, and so this is one of the. I this is my vote for the Salt Lake City cocktail contest. I obviously can't vote because I'm not even there, but it's a drink called. And this doesn't sound like maybe I need to revisit how I feel about Utah. The drink is called the Holy Mary. Uh- it is 1.5 ounces of Holy Stone gin, so it's local gin. Okay. Um, High West Double Rye, Water Pocket Nottum. I don't even know what that is. It's something something you shouldn't do. And Rosemary Simple, one to one ratio of the simple syrup and rosemary, a dash of Angostura bitters, and two drops of carb- cardamom bitters. Stir all the ingredients in a mixing glass and serve over a large ice cube in an old-fashioned glass, garnished with a lemon swath in the shape of Utah. And a local rosemary. So I'm looking at this picture, trying to find out where's this shape of Utah. It's, it's like a square it's a with square. a little piece on top of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, it's like a... So these drinks are supposed to represent Utah, which I thought was a dry mm-hmm. state. That's it. That's really interesting that they're... And maybe it's just like, look. They're like, fine, we're just doing this anyway. Yeah. I mean, also, Utah, as people are moving to Utah, it's becoming more diverse. And I guess if you're going to have any kind of diversity... It would definitely be um, in Salt Lake City, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's their main city. So I have some uh, advice on advice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Advice on advice is a segment where we find advice on the internet that stinks. And it's unqualified. And we improve upon it by getting our advice on advice. So this is Andrea Bonior, I think. Bonior. Wife makes decisions for both of us. Q. Sounds smart. Yeah. Q. I feel like my wife always makes decisions for the both of us. Already, I'm like, are you not sure? Yeah. (laughs) Sir? Does she need to weigh in on this? Yeah. Did you ask her? And then gets annoyed when I want to adjust the decision. Adjust? (laughs) (laughs) Like, she acts like I'm trying to do things my way and win. When you're not going to. No. When in reality, she was the one who chose to do things her way in the first place. That's right. When I try to talk to her about this, she says that I always leave decisions for the last minute, so she feels the need to make them. Well. I don't feel this is the case. I think it's an excuse. It has gotten to the point where any given day we're having conflicts about this, and it's starting to take its toll. Mm. That's it. Okay. Apparently with Bon bon Yor, you don't get like a snappy opening and closing. It's not, you know, signed. Yeah. Signed. Signed, not sure. Frustrated in Fresno. So that's the situation. So the the wife is making the decisions and the wife is saying it's because you leave the decisions to the last minute. Yeah. And you need to plan. And you need to plan. And and so, and of course, and if you're being as tentative as you are in this this letter, yes, then yeah, she's probably sick to death of it. And it's like, we got to get on with our lives. And if you can't do it, then I need to do it. Yeah. So I would say to this, sir, either start making decisions Mm -hmm. 
or just deal with this. Good decision. Yes. As well. Or, or just try, like, or maybe his decisions aren't bad. Maybe he's just, le- like, it's leaving it too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sometimes she, people, like, live in their heads in the way they're like, this is a great idea. And then they never, they don't they realize. They don't act on they, it. They haven't expressed it or talked yeah. about it. It's happened to me sometimes where I've thought something through thoroughly and I I think I've communicated it with mm-hmm. someone, but really I haven't. It was yeah. just me. It was just me thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, because you go through the whole process yes. of thinking and get to the end. And you for, I forgot. And realize the, everyone else. The end point of the talking. Yeah. The commu- like yeah. The, like the, the thinking was kind of like, you know, the mm-hmm. beginning of the process mm-hmm. and then the letting everybody else know and I don't get to that part. So she said, I'm having a dissertation flashback. Nope. <laughs> and I feel as if I, the need to operationalize a variable. Okay, what exactly does each of you consider the last minute Mm -hmm. and how unacceptable is it? Yeah, that's, I mean... That's true. That's true. Maybe there should be some clarity on, um, you know, when, like, what the time frame is. I have this situation like this with someone in my life. It's not my husband. Um, But the person just cannot make decisions. Like, literally, if you put two things in front of the person Mm -hmm. and you're like, I need this decision made by Mm -hmm. Friday... Friday comes and I call and I'm like, "Have you?" Made? It's like, "Well, I'm still." It's like, "Yeah, no, no, no." Well, it's now it's done. I already did it. Like it's over. Um, so some people just have a hard time with that. Might there be some relatively easy compromise here, like presenting a matter that, re- like her presenting a matter that requires a decision, and you two agreeing upon a deadline for it to be hashed out with a clear cut means of collaborating. Yeah. To get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sometimes you have to think, you have to really step back and take yeah. a look at the reality of it. So, and then, and let me just say, I like this advice because I was figuring out how to say this, but perhaps she is exhausted with many decisions falling on her by default and you not realizing how much mental project managing she does without your initiating any effort to help. Yeah. And I feel like this is a situation that happens to a lot of women, mm-hmm. uh, especially women mm-hmm. who are working and, you know, doing a lot of things that they're constantly having to plan. And not just for now, like they've made a plan for a week from now mm-hmm. because nobody else is going to do it. Right. And if they don't make the plan, then it won't happen. Right. And yeah. they can't have that because they've got to get on to the, you know, to the next thing. I see this a lot. Yeah. And this also comes to, like, a lot of... Uh, I, Men especially have to address this. Yeah. It's the idea of being willfully helpless. Yes. And it may work out for you in the short term, like you could get out of doing certain things. But in the long term, you find that your power is taken from you. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what yeah. ends up happening. Yeah. And then you still act like you yeah. deserve all the power and you're like the decision but maker. You've, you're, not, you've, you're not. You've abdicated it by not making decisions. For, like I've, I've definitely had that happen in relationships when I was younger where I was like, okay, well, either they can't or don't care. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it mm-hmm. and I'm going to make the decisions. And then one day... The, the the partner is like, ah, I really like this. It's like, huh? Now you have an opinion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's been, it's, it's yeah. been months, and you haven't made a single decision about mm-hmm. anything. And now you, this is the anthill that you're going to, you know, die on? Mm-hmm. Um, so she said maybe it's the opposite. She's indeed in making excuses for her need to control things, and it's a pattern of steamrolling you to get her way. That might be the case, mm-hmm. too. Maybe your decisions are stupid. Yeah. Um <laughs> When you, it, it, honestly, it's like, you know, and she's just, just like to forget it. 
You know, sir, there are certain hills I'm not going to climb with certain people in yes. my life. And I have to, then there's other people where I have to say, they know better than I do. Yeah. And I'm going to leave the decision to them. And I wish there were more of those people in my life because I'm tired. Mm. <laughs> like, how nice would it be if someone was constantly making all of our plans for us? Yeah. And we only had to make decisions when we felt like we had to make decisions. Yeah. And then we had all the time in the world to do it. Yeah. Um, so this is something that you you brought up a couple of times about what do they call it? the emotional um, emotional load emotional load and the the work that goes along mm-hmm. with all that kind of stuff um, and then she said maybe also this person is a planner like they have a planner's personality and they're uncomfortable with not knowing what's what's going on and they need to have mm-hmm. a plan and that's something that I I know is annoying because that's me. I'm that kind of person I've discovered over the years that I need to be upfront with people and just tell them look. The re- I sometimes get very agitated because I'm one of those kind of people that has to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not a. Po- I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I wish I could be more seat of the pants, mm-hmm. flying by it and whatnot. But yeah, if I yeah. don't know what's going on, I feel very. I become very agitated and unsure, and then I. I'm like, I will just start planning. Yeah, <laughs> like I will be the. I will steamroll. Right, right, right. You know, out of fear that nothing will. You know. Yeah, yeah. That things it's, won't get done. Right, and I find that too. If you don't. Take initiative with certain things. Yeah. And with certain people, it won't get done. And some people don't. Some people think uh, a day ahead. Some people think a week ahead. Some people think weeks ahead. Mm -hmm. And so if you're the kind of person that thinks further ahead, you are going to get annoyed Mm -hmm. with the people who are, you know, whose timelines are a little bit shorter, I guess. Yeah. And I find that, and I realize now, (laughs) some people get really mad at me and they're angry with me. And they're like, "You're, you're so mean. You're so mean. And I'm like, like, I'm just trying to get stuff done. I, and I'm yeah. just like, we, uh, but there's a timeline. Yes. And we have to get this done. It's and not like, personal. It, it's, yeah. And they're like, you're just telling yeah. everybody what to do. I like, get I, into that too. And, and I, it's, like, it, but I, we, we don't want to, and then but unless like, somebody else is doing it. Or they're like, you're so mean to me when you talk. And it's just like, yeah. do we understand that you're not doing stuff? So now I'm mad. It's not like I'm just, yes. I come in hot. Like, I'm just mad and I'll just... <laughs> You, I just you work up to mad. Yeah, it's not like I just choose to be mad walking into a situation and you know let everyone have it. It's usually because stuff <laughs> yeah, that's has not, happened. That's not that, you. That they've done <laughs> repeatedly. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at you coming in hot because that never happens. Yeah. But I'd one day I'd like to see. It. It's like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Nothing even like. Did you give her a coffee? Yeah, we gave her coffee. <laughs> she just sucked it's it just, down and then started. There's like no relation between like. What this other person has done, and then yeah. me getting angry. It's just like you're just angry. But is I think there's a possibility that sometimes the person that is on the receiving end mm-hmm. of the tirade is getting it from everybody because mm-hmm. they're incompetent. Okay. So you're not the only person yelling at them. Yeah. Their boss is yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Their kid is yelling at them. <clears throat> the person who they didn't turn fast. You know what I mean? It's like I think there are. If you're the kind of person like this guy who's writing in, mm-hmm. there are probably other people who do this to him. Mm-hmm. If he can't make decisions. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, He's his probably. wife is one of many people who is frustrated. Yeah. And is like, just, you know. And to your point, too, it's not, at a certain point, if you're a planner type, it's not personal. And it, it gets taken personally. Mm-hmm. It's like, just do this. They're like, what, why are you talking to me like that? It's like, please, just, just, please, mm-hmm. just do this. You know? <laughs> like, let's... Like, take all that mm-hmm. out of it. Um, all right. I have some Elon stuff, but we already did some Musk. Yeah. Oh, robot snakes. I know you'll enjoy this for unpopular technology. Okay. Oh, I already did an article. Yeah. You go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, I thought that was your article. No, it was your article. Okay. That was it your was question. quite good. Yeah. 
That's good. I'm, I'm still like reveling in it. Yeah. Well, sometimes, like when I sometimes when we read the advice, I start thinking about myself, and I'm like, yeah, I need to like calm it down a bit. No, but it's, <laughs> maybe this is how it's coming across. Yeah, but it's always good to be introspective and say, hey, let's look at me and what, yeah. and what I'm contributing to the situation. Yeah. Like, how is? I wonder if this wife is would even think like. Am I doing any of this stuff? Or is she just like, ah, it just needs to get done. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You know? You know? But it's a relationship, so you have to, you know, have some kind of give and take. Okay, and say, where does it come from? Yeah. Is it, like, are you just reacting like this right off the top? Yeah. Or is it Because it takes two of... or more to tango. <laughs> two or more. <laughs> two or more. <laughs> a triple. Yes. A triple tango. Mm-hmm. Group tango. You know, in Jaquetta, it's autumn. Yes, it is. We're deep in it. We're deep in it. And it's the time of year where, like... The winter season is upon us yes. in a way. So we're getting ahead with all these seasons. But what I find is that now, um, and what we all, how we all can see it, people, cuffing season is, will be here. I saw, what, I forgot what cuffing is. I know you explain it to me every year, but just for the benefit of those of us who can't remember what cuffing is, i.e. me, what is it? Cuffing season is when it starts getting cold out, and okay. so you pick, like, a romantic partner to, like, get through the cold season with, oh. instead of running around trying to date a bunch of different people. Like, it's fun to do that in the summer, because it's easier to So get people around. are locking it down for February, which is the dark, romantic night of the summer. Yeah, or yeah. even, like, November into February, yeah. where it's cold. You want one partner that you can snuggle up with, yeah. and just... Be- Winter booty. Yeah, okay. that's it. Why is it called cuffing, though? Do we know? Because uh, you're cuffed together. Oh, that doesn't sound good. I don't know. Okay. All right. Cuffing <laughs> season. Uh, so as we approach that season, you're going to have to date a few people in order to figure, find one to cuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got, this is pre-cuff. So I have some fall, fall date ideas. Awesome. How many? I hope there are more than six. Oh, it's 26. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Yeah. Let's, let's so tuck into do, these. So some are really great. Um... And I think anybody can do them. Visit a brewery. Okay. Alone? There's nothing like... Just, I, I just go there and yell, last call, but I'm going to... It's not, but I'm going to act like it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gentlemen, ladies, roll right, up. Or if you can, if you want to bring a date there to see how they react to the brewery. How they react to a brewery? Yeah, because oh. you want to date somebody who is going to be... I just want to see like an outside reaction, like, oh, no. No, no is, not a brewery. When you're, choosing, when you're selecting okay. a partner to cuff with, you have to go on dates. Yeah. I just want to see a reaction to a brewery. Yeah. How do you deal in this environment? How do you, yes. How do you feel about a nice IPA? <laughs> so going there and drinking pumpkin beer, maybe, a nice yeah. whatever. See how it goes. You can snuggle by a bonfire, but that's like... That's when you've cuffed yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's being, what do you think a bonfire is presumptuous? How dare you, sir? <laughs> we have just met... We will not be roasting a single marshmallow. Dare I say. Yeah. Snuggle. Well, because they say you can snuggle, and that's what they're saying in the article, but I'm like, don't get too handsy. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cuff. Yes. Uh, Go horseback riding. Again, okay, so I have done this with my husband. I've done this on dates. The next day, you are going to be walking like... (laughs) It's your first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, just keep in mind that horseback riding is very hard on the body. Yeah. If you don't do it a lot. Mm-hmm. You are not simply riding. You are gripping that horse for dear life with your inner thigh muscles, which most people don't use a lot. Yeah. Oh, right. So yeah. I'm just saying it's not a bad idea, but just remember, if, if it's the next morning, maybe consider massages. Maybe consider a hot tub. Oh, you're gonna wow. you're going to be in some pain. 
but they're making it cute, like, hey, you can uh, wrap your arms around your partner's waist as you ride through the autumn woods. Are you t- you're on one horse? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I've never gotten on a horse with anybody. I'm not I don't getting care. on it with a guy. I'm not getting on a horse with anybody unless they're rescuing me. <laughs> I'm gonna be. You're gonna be laying with your stomach over the the thing, yes. unless I'm on the ground and they come by and grab me and fling me up mm-hmm. on there. I'm not getting on with another person, and I don't think the horse would feel good about that either. Um, take a pottery class, get your hands dirty on date night. Ever seen Ghost? Yeah, that's what. <laughs> <clears throat> so learn how to make a mug you can sip hot hot apple cider from. Oh, God, or have a picnic. That's all right. Okay, yeah. Bring your wines, yes. the woods, yeah, yeah, the yeah. leaves. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, these are like these are not really innovative. No. But, sure. You can browse a bookstore. Now, for listeners under the age of 30, a bookstore is a place yeah, we, where we, one we, used to go to buy books. It's like a library, but you buy things. Yeah. Now you, I, I went to Barnes and Noble recently, and I literally, because I'm so ignorant, I was like, "Where are the books?" It was like all games, mugs, mm, yeah. Co- they put a coffee shop in there. I'm like, for what? I can't even get anything to read in here. Yeah. Oh. You know, like it's it's not a bookstore anymore. Uh, let's see what else you, you could go to a haunted house. Ooh, I love those. There's a great haunted house in Philadelphia. Everybody, you should go. It's at the, uh, the Eastern State Penitentiary. During the day, you can learn about the history of, the shameful history of incarceration in our country. And they have some exhibits about trying to make things right with mm-hmm. the system. And then at night, they have this thing called Terror Behind the Walls. And it's an amazing, um, they have all these theater artists and young people that put together a great haunted house. Really? So I okay. definitely go. We go every year. Okay. Shout out. This is at where? This is at Eastern State Penitentiary. It's called Isn't Terror it really Behind haunted? the Walls. It is haunted. And you can go into the cells. It's creepy. Have you experienced any haunting? Um, Did you? I felt creepy yeah. being being in the cells. Because you actually can go in there and the furniture is in there. Well, that's a creepy thing. You know. To, but did you think anything paranormal was happening? Um, no. Not during the party. Mm-hmm. But they have, they have um, I think they have ghost hunter things going on there. Yeah. If there is something paranormal, that would be the place to find it. Didn't one of our guests, Tara Teresa Hill, say she was there on a tour? And they, they conjured up um, I wouldn't be spirit? surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's a creepy place. She said one of the doctors... Ooh. The ghost, it was like a mean one, came Ooh, back and she was scared. Yeah. All right. <laughs> why don't, on a date, why don't you go to an apple orchard? Pick apples. Yeah. Something. Or you can go to New Jersey and pick up the apples. <laughs> from <laughs> <Off> the ground? <laughs> no, from like, they just, you just buy them. They don't actually let you pick I know, it. I know. They just give it to you. Oh, here you go. If they have been like upstate New York, they have orchards and they're like, go apple picking. And it's, it's like. It's expensive. It's expensive and the roads can't take all the traffic. So you sit in traffic for three hours each way. Oh. So, Why? This is what sucks about being in the metropolitan area sometimes. Yeah. Go to a, you can go to a football game, but just tailgate in the parking lot. I have never done this before. It's That's fun. actually something I think I might like. It's fun. Because everybody is out there. Hanging Everyone's out. And you and don't drinking. need to be bothered yeah. to see the game. Yeah. You can yeah. just put on a jersey. And just hang out there and then leave. And that wouldn't be me to show up with, like, the wrong sport and, like, it's not a hockey game. Whatever. Yeah. Flyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skipjacks. Um... Let's see, go to a farmer's market together. It better be nice and... Uh, do guys like these kind of things? I wonder. I don't think they like that. I don't know. 
You see them with their sweaters on at these things. Yeah, because they're in a, they're trying to nail to down cuff. a yeah. cuffer for the uh, season. So what do you think is something that you could do that might sh- surprise a a guy, a like guy. a straight guy? You know, you're you're um, taking a straight guy out for a date. Like, what would he in the fall? And you're trying to get your cuff on, okay. ladies. I mean, and this drinking, this, you know, pumpkin latte and stuff is cute. I but I feel like that's post-cuff. Yeah. I think so for pre-cuff, like, really just tell a guy, like, hey, this is what's what. I think the tailgating party they'd like. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then you don't go to the game, they're yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Tickets are expensive. Yeah. You say, what do you want? You go home and watch it on the big screen. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so go like tailgate and then go home. I like that. That's a hikey tailgate right there. Yeah. Like, what do you, what's the game? Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? You guys want some dogs? Yeah. You know? People grill, they set up things, yeah. and they have um, ice sculptures that they bring out, and then they do um, shots off them, so they'll run that the sounds down. awesome. You just walk around, and you're like, they're like, hey, you want a shot? Sure. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's great. That's a good idea. Yeah. Watch tailgate. So we more. recommend take your man to, and it doesn't matter if he likes this, the game or is excited about the big game, because you're not going to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can tailgate, then go see a movie. Yeah. Whatever. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Okay. Yeah, you can also visit a corn maze, but I'm, I, it's just too stressful for me. Yeah. I don't like being lost. I get lost all the time. And they're packed full of people. Kids running through, and it's like, I, I can't. Yeah, it's too much. You could go on a hike, but sometimes you just don't want to really Yeah. That. You could walk to the entrance of a park. This mm-hmm. is kind of like the tailgating thing. Look yeah. at it and then go home. Um, here's another. You could go visit a pumpkin patch, pick some pumpkins. Again, expensive. And it's not a guy thing, really. I don't this think is really so. I mean, it, gentlemen, if this is your thing, let us know. I mean, we are not men, so we're just grasping at straws here. And I know that men will go, oh, it looks like Steve Buscemi. Yeah, this guy will do anything. Wow, that guy is just happy to be this guy, near a, a woman. Yeah, exactly. There's pictures <laughs> the with my article listeners, and Terrible. this guy looks awful and just is staring down his date. like Who's cute, lunch. who's super cute. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, I can't believe I'm here. It, I'm like... Cuffing. I like it. That's, he's th- that's what he's thinking. Yeah. Take a drive, go to the scenic route, and uh, watch the leaves. Or, okay. That's a good That's one. something that I know uh, a guy would like. Yeah. Going for a drive. Here, here's what I'm going to I'm going to make it extra guy friendly. Mm-hmm. Rent a nice car. Like an awesome car. Oh, okay. Like a Charger or something. And then take your man for a drive. Yeah. Let him drive. Be or like, let him drive. Yeah. say, here, I rented this, but you drive it. Yeah. And then he'll be like, yeah. Yeah. And he'll get to drive a cool car. Mm-hmm. And he, you're, you know, you might get cuffed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they suggest taking a hot air balloon ride, but I'm not sure. I don't that. know if anyone. I A friend of mine said that they went somewhere upstate or something like that. And they were like, someone said, you know, let's go on a, one of these hot air balloons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, one gust of wind. Mm-hmm. It's all over. I know. Like, do you need... There's no... Like, are there parachutes in those things? And you might even get some jerk in your basket. And now you're stuck up like there. rocking yeah. it or, like, pretending to go over the edge. I can't. Again, are Stressful. there parachutes? Like, I'd be the asshole who's getting the, putting on a parachute when I get in. Yeah. Like, it's totally safe. It's like, then you won't mind if I wear this parachute. Yeah. It's totally safe. You won't have a problem with this. And then you're, you're knocked out 50 feet from the ground. Your parachute <laughs> deploys yes. after you hit. Yes. Or just like silverware comes out of it like in a Warner Brothers cartoon. There's no shoot. Okay, here's a test okay. to see if you have a good guy worthy of cuffing. Okay. 
Uh, watch a scary movie together. And see what he does. And see what he does. If he, like, tries to scare you, like, Why? during the movie. The, let the movie do that. The people in Hollywood have worked very hard to scare me. I know, but, like, you know how someone will be like, bleh, you know, and make you jump and stuff. If they do that, they're not, you don't want to be holed up with them. Uh, here's the thing. If someone scares you, punch them in the eye. They'll never do it again. And be like, I'm sorry, that was my reaction. Yeah. They'll never do it again. <laughs> Works every time. Yeah, Wear a ring. If you are scared, let's see how they treat you when you're scared. Yeah. And you're going to get a lot of good information yeah. on that guy. That will tell you a lot. Or uh, I'm trying to think of like other scenarios. I was going to say like lose a shoe and see what they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know the old lose the shoe you know, maneuver. Lose the shoe. I learned that from my grandmother. Uh, girl, That's how she got my grandfather. My child to know yes. the worth of a man. Lose a shoe. Lose a shoe. See what they do. Just kick off that Nike and see what happens. <laughs> Cast that Puma aside. It's only athletic shoes. I would never lose a pump. <laughs> yeah. If he gingerly <laughs> takes your foot in hand, yes. he's, he's yours. If he crafts a shoe on the spot, put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. If he takes off his own shoe to give you. Yes. Or, or, or takes if he off his jacket to wear as a say, shoe. Say you lose the shoe at the beginning of the date. By the end of the date, if Amazon Prime has delivered another pair of shoes, put a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what does he do? What does he do when if you, you lose a shoe? Gentlemen, hey, you know what, at gmail.com, what would you do if your date lost a shoe? Yeah, tell us. What would you do? Yeah. How, how would that play out? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com. Thanks. should shut the door. Sounds like somebody is tuning up. Okay. <clears throat> you know, I, th- I think um, when we're old, because you know how when people get old, they're trying to build villages for older people as, you, as we start to lose it mm-hmm. that resemble what they remember from their yeah. youth. Ours yeah. are going to be like a bookstore. This is going to be like a Tower Records. Right. We'll be like 80 be like, let's go get a CD. Yeah, or some vinyl. Yeah, I heard this Snoop Dogg CD is in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>